Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is the Rich Dad Roundtable, and man, I just love this new equipment that we have. I feel so cool. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Miles, here with my good friend Dom. What's going on? See how, man, I wish my voice sounded that cool. Um, we got a great episode for you. Dom's telling me to do something, but I don't know what he's doing. You want me to just press a button? I'll tell you to unmute. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but we have the lovely uh, Gia Paddock with us, um, who is the owner, uh, creator, influencer, also model for Boutique Rye with us. Um, and we we just wanted to have her on. We thought it'd be a great episode for you guys to learn a little bit about entrepreneurship and kind of her humble beginnings and kind of where she got her start from. Say hi, Gia. Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks for allowing us to have you. Well, how do you say that? Yeah, I like. <laughs> thanks for. I thanks like for how you. Uh, I like how you added model in there. I feel extra special now. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> we were on the website, and I was like, okay, she's she's definitely the model for everything. But it it looks it looks very well. It's not like you just took pictures. You obviously took some time. And who's is is uh, Nathan the, your photographer? Or do you just set up a timer? Yeah, yeah. He um he's the photographer. He has been since we first started, which. He definitely was not a photographer at first, and he doesn't love doing it. He's, like, always joking that he's, like, one of those Instagram husband hey, memes there it that is. you Shout see. Out to <laughs> what, what are you paying I know. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Understandable. Yeah, understandable. We haven't discussed those terms yet. <laughs> got to go over the contract, Nathan. Right. You got to go over the contract. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um well, so we obviously know where uh, Boutique Ride came from, well, sort of, just by reading your website, but for the people that, li- that are listening, yeah. they probably don't. Do you want to kind of give us a little backstory on that? Yeah, so um, I actually did not ever think that I would own a boutique. I went to college at Northwest in Maryville. Oh, uh, you're terrible. I... Yeah. We went, we went to Mo West. <laughs> Oh man, no, we can't talk now. It's yeah, over. Yeah, we're, we're done. We should we should be apologizing to you. Right. <laughs> um, so I got my teaching degree and I actually taught fourth grade for three years. And when I got pregnant with my son Riley, who is two and a half now, I knew that I didn't want to go back to teaching. And as I was pregnant with him, um, I kind of just started looking for like little part time jobs. And one of the boutiques in downtown Lee Summit was hiring for um, someone to just kind of be there so that they didn't have to be there 24-7. And when I was there, that's kind of when the idea, I guess, popped in my head where I was like, gosh, this is something that I could do. You know, obviously being a girl, I love clothes and I love shopping. And it was just, mm mm-hmm. And so I, I knew that I wanted to stick to the online side. Um, so Nathan and I kind of just started talking at this point, I'm, I'm still pregnant with Riley and we were like, you know, is this something that I should do? And, you know, it was pretty scary because as a retail business, you have to carry stock first, you know, you have to carry inventory and a lot of times, um, you know, I have girls who ask me, well, did you buy all the clothes first and then sell it? And we did. And, you know, that's a huge risk to take because, yeah, you just have no idea, you know, and you have that internal battle with yourself. Like, well, what I think is cute. I don't know if everyone else is going to think, or, you know, my style is different than so-and-so's. And 
So there was a lot of um, back and forth. And then it was April of 2016, um, we decided that we were going to go for it and started kind of, you know, getting all our paperwork in and all our ducks in a row. And in July, we opened it and we started off with um, a live sale which is kind of, I think, what sets us apart. A lot of times when I tell people, you know, they're like, well, are you just online? How do you get customers and blah, blah, blah. And um, I saw a lot of people, I don't know if you guys have heard of LuLaRoe. Oh, but, yeah. Um, anyone it, yeah. anyone who has so a they, spouse knows of LuLaRoe. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so they were doing live sales. And I was like, you know what? I feel like this is something that would kind of set us apart from other boutiques because they hadn't really seen any other boutiques doing it. I, I never and, saw it until I came across your page, honestly. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I am someone that enjoys, you know, talking to people and being in front of the camera. I'm like, maybe I was a newscaster in my past <sighs> life. I don't know. Um but it's just, it's fun for me. And that was kind of where like all of our customers started coming from is just the Facebook live and then sharing and man, it's just been like a whirlwind. Like I look back sometimes and I'm like, wait, where has, you know, the past year and a half, two years gone? It's just crazy. So did you, did you see some like exponential growth to start off? Cause I know a lot of people start like even us with the podcast started a, a Facebook page and uh, I know a lot of other businesses that have Facebook pages and our, our, our brand rich that society, we have a Facebook page, but yours is like, it is like a, it almost seems like it's not only a page, but it's like a group of um, customers that come together and share, you know, the, the brand in, in itself and the things that they yeah. buy. And I, and I think you're, you're up to like 6,000 followers, I believe like you might be more. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, um, we, we kind of kicked ourselves for a little bit because like you said, a lot of people have a business page and we started a group, which I didn't really think anything of it. Back when we started, you couldn't go live in a Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was something that I was like, well, I don't want to start a business page. I want to start a group. And my vision always was to have a group of women together that empowers each other, you know, lifts each other up. Like I have girls that, you know, I don't ask any of them to post on the Facebook group, you know, they're posting because they feel confident in their clothes or they want to show off, you know, their outfit or how they styled something. And, and like, and they'll ask for advice in there. They'll share their, you know, if they're going through um, a weight loss goal or whatever it may be, they share it there. And I just love that. Like I just sit back and I just grin from ear to ear because I'm like, that's what I want. I don't want it to just be this like page where you buy clothes. Thank you. You know, bye. And never talk to these people again. So you really just, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so it sounds like you really just created like a safe space for these women to, to feel comfortable, not only in their own skin, but like you said, wearing their clothes and what if it doesn't fit the way that they want then it's okay to be like hey you know i bought it this size this isn't the size that um this isn't this isn't the fit that i thought so maybe for the other girls out there with maybe my figure i will i will upsize it or like they're just comfortable and they have a you know that body image is really kind of what not necessarily what you're selling but that's that's kind of the identity like all our bodies are going to be different all our clothes are going to be different but here's a place where you yeah. can come and say, hey, this doesn't fit the way that I thought it would. 
but girl, this may work for you. Yes, totally. And that like that part just came out of nowhere too, because, you know, like you said, I have to model all the clothes. I don't love doing it, but we saw a lot of boutiques who were using stock photos. Mm -hmm. And I just think that takes away from, you know, just being like genuine, I guess. And so that was something that Nathan and I, you know, decided on. He was like, well, but if we're going to do it, we're going to buy a nice camera and we're going to take quality pictures because that helps, you know, your brand. And then I was like, I hate that, you know, they all know, you know, I'm five, two, I'm short. This is my body type. But then I have girls who are six foot and they're posting stuff. That's like, Hey, this shirt still fits me in this size. If you're taller and I love that. And like, it's like, I really do have, you know, 30 models that just post because, and it helps so many girls, you know, they'll be like, thank you. I have a larger chest or larger hips or whatever. And I wasn't sure how that fit. Now I'm going to buy it. That sounds, that's, that sounds dope. And I guess we probably skipped over the part where we actually talk about the brand as a whole. So I guess, do you want to explain what um, Boutique Rye is? Yeah. So um, we are just a women's online boutique. We carry sizes small to 3XL. So we have a curvy girl section um, and we have accessories. We have some accessories, um, but we just added something really exciting. We actually bought a bunch of screen printing supplies and we've started screen printing our own shirts in the garage, which is super fun. (laughs) Um, I, I'm part of the, I did the other uh, vinyl aspect. So I, I know the process. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually took a, um, we took a class on vinyl here in Arizona cause we were kind of deciding, um, basically why we came about this idea is because, you know, I buy from vendors in California mm-hmm. for wholesale. Okay. So obviously then I buy wholesale and then I sell it, you know, for a higher price because this is a business. Yeah. I have to make money too. <laughs> you, gotta you, have, know? you gotta have marginal um, things. Right. And so we were, you know, girls love graphic tees and we were buying them for so expensive that I was having to mark them up to even make money because we also offered free shipping. We never charge shipping. Interesting. So, um, yeah. So, and that was just something we decided on in the beginning. It's really important to me. Like I freaking hate paying for shipping when I'm shopping online. That'll, that'll like get you um, like to not buy the item. It's like true. once you get to the oh, end and totally. you're like, oh damn, shipping's eight ninety nine. I only spent 10 bucks. Maybe another time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always joke because, you know, Kylie Jenner, she has her cosmetics line and she charges nine bucks for shipping. I'm like, hey, lady, you're a billionaire. Literally. I don't charge shipping. Like, come on, you know. Um, But, yeah, so we don't charge shipping. So we were noticing that the graphic tees, you know, we were having to charge $40 for a graphic tee. I'm like, no one's going to buy that. And so Nathan, that was kind of something he was like, you know, this would be a cool hobby to have for me. And so we started looking into it and now we're able to create our own shirts. And it's also pretty fun too, because the girls, you know, in our community or in our Facebook group get to choose, you know, they send us pictures and they're like, Hey, what about this shirt for one week? And I'm like, yeah, totally. Let's do it. You know? So it definitely gives them a sense of ownership too, that they really get to help pick things. Yeah, absolutely. That that was one of my questions I was going to ask you about as far as like your brand goes, because I know that I, looking at your page, I would I, I assume that you buy wholesale and then you resell, um, and you kind of answered yep. it with the screen printing. But do you guys plan on expanding more and more into like sort of your own brand in itself as well? 
You know, we've talked about that. Um, there's some boutiques, a couple of boutiques that I follow, they do have some like original items where, you know, they go to the fashion district in LA and they pick out fabrics and they basically design their own, you know, dress or shirt or romper or whatever. And I would, I would like to do that. That's definitely something that I want to do in the future because there's a lot of times where I'm like, man, I, I like this dress, but I wish it had more of this or, you know, something like that where I could see myself designing something. At what point do you think you need to, um, at what point can you get, at what point can you get to that point to where it's like, you know what, we're, we're doing pretty good here. I'd like to implement, you know, phase two or phase three or like, I'd like to, I'd like to go out on the ledge and see how it works. Yeah. Cause it's a risk, a, right? A good, yeah, totally. And that's a good question. Um, because I am, I'm the type of person where like Nathan is definitely, and, and I know that, or you guys probably have assumed that this is really a family business too. Nathan helps a ton. He's the one who, you know, designed our whole website. He does all our pictures. He edits everything. He does our Instagram pictures. Um, and so he is definitely the type of person that is like, pushes me to do those things. He's like, well, why not do it tomorrow? Why not? Let's go to LA now. Let's go. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get more scared. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, you know, something that, I mean, I would like to see by the end of summer, you know, kind of trying something like that where I design my own, you know, couple of items and just see how they do. Well, and in a sense, you're doing it with, you know, with the screen printing, because now you're starting to kind of use your own creativity to to kind of gauge yep. how people view it. But like you said, kind totally. of on a higher fashion tip, being able to say, you know what, I like this design. Let's put it out there and see how it works. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's very, you know, nerve wracking. And I always tell my girls, my customers, I'm always like, you guys, I, I get so worried sometimes when I'm like, oh, I don't know if they'll like it. What if it doesn't sell, you know, and then they just continue to blow me away every freaking week. You know, we almost sell out of everything during live sales. And, you know, some girls who can't make the live sales are always like, oh, what the heck? I missed out on that shirt. And it was only available for like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. And so, yeah. And so I have to put, you know, that internal person that tells me to not go for things away and just know that my girls are going to come through, you know? Yeah. So, so at what point did you realize that, okay, this is like, this is not, not necessarily a hobby anymore. This is starting to become a legitimate business. And I know you started off as being a business, but when did you see like that yeah. transition? To yeah. be like, Okay. This can like really be something. Yeah. Um, you know, it was probably, um, it was honestly probably when we moved to Arizona. So we had started the boutique in July of 2016. No, 2017. Right. Yes. 2017. Lord. When, when was your son born? Um, she was born she, oh, uh, wow. October 29th, oh, okay. 2016. Okay, okay. So, yes. It, okay. So, um, we moved here in September. So, we only had the boutique in Missouri for a few months, okay. you know. And um, we were kind of doing, like, some girls would do local pickups in Lee Summit. And I would still ship for free, obviously, because we started off doing that. But... When we moved to Arizona and and then it started, you know, picking up even more where 
I was starting to see orders come in from people like in New Jersey or Florida. And I'm like, well, what the heck? I don't, I don't know anyone there, you <laughs> know? And that's when it kind of hit me like, dang, Gia, like we're running the business, you know? Like <laughs> people you, you are You start to see that growth. You. Did you start to pay yeah. t- more attention to like analytics and things like that as well? Totally. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something that, we, I, I get a lot of messages from girls who want to start boutiques and asking for advice on things. And, um, I am all about helping other, you know, anyone really, not just women, but anyone who comes to me and wants business advice or whatever. Cause I think that's how everyone grows, you know, so, is helping each other. Yeah. I would say that <clears throat> you, you prosper more when you share the, the wealth and the, the knowledge that you have, but what, would, so what is your advice to them? I guess that's a great question. Sorry, say that one more time. So what is your advice to them when they reach out? So when they reach out, mostly I always tell them, like, you have to find something that sets you apart. Because nowadays, you know, there's everyone has a blog or um, a boutique or everyone's starting something, which is so awesome. Like, I am loving this freaking entrepreneur. Everyone's got a podcast. (laughs) We're just just one of three million. (laughs) Yeah. And so I always tell them you have to find something that's going to set you apart because what's going to, you know, stop these women from going to all these other boutiques and buying or, you know, whatever you want, something that keeps them coming back. And yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so what is it that you think, what do you think it is about yours just to kind of speak on that real quick that keeps them coming back? Yeah. I don't you think it's the free shipping you think like that's the like oh damn I gotta keep going before you answer that I personally think just from seeing who your brand is I think it's you is what sets you apart probably from majority of these other boutiques because you're like heavily involved not only in like your website not only in um, like the creative process but you're like involved in engagement with the people that buy your product Um, and a lot of a lot of brands out there on social media I mean we all see it and I would say that's kind of what sets us apart with Rich Dad Society, but a lot of people sell product, but then after they sell it, they don't interact with you. You know, there's nothing, totally. there's no like customer service. It's like, oh, hey, can yeah. I buy a shirt? Yep, here you go. And then that's it. Um, so I yeah. think, you know, I, we kind of pride ourselves on follow up and, you know, and we have a Rich Dad Society Facebook page as well for fathers and, you know, for anybody else out there. So I, personally, that's just what I see that sets you apart. That's what, that's what make me want to buy your product. Yeah, well, thank you. I I was going to say that. I I think that I'm a, when people meet me, I think they can tell right away that I'm a very genuine person and I care a lot about people and whether I just met you or I've known you for years, you know, and that's something that was very important to me was customer service. And I (laughs) bend over backwards for my customers because I want to, you know what I mean? And, um, my dad, he owned restaurants. He's an entrepreneur too. And that was one thing that I always looked up to him about is he, I mean, when he had his restaurant, he would be at a table every single night talking to them, you know, asking them how they're doing, making his face known. And that's what I really try to do. You know, I'm always interacting. We follow up with customers. Like if we haven't, you know, seen them in six months or so, we'll follow up with them and just, you know, say, Hey, here's, you know, 20% off your order or whatever. We miss you. Things like that. I think really go, you know, a long way. Absolutely. Um, and there's like, there's questions that just after hearing you talk, I'm like, yo, I gotta ask this question. I gotta ask this question. I gotta ask this one. Um, yeah. 
But with you being so involved and, you know, it really just being a family business, how do you, how do you make time, you know, to, to, for family? Like, let's get back to the family. How do you, because I would how do assume, you turn it off? I would assume Nathan works as well, probably a full-time regular job as well. Yeah. Um, you know, that is something that I always, I'm very open and honest about with people who ask me that is, that is definitely a struggle. It's something that I think as a business owner, and you know, you guys know, you have toddlers that with, you know, owning a business and being at home, it's just, it's hard. It's going to be hard and it's going to, I have to take every day at a time um, because, you know, yeah, Nathan, he works full time. He actually works from home now that we're here in Arizona, um, which is, you know, has its pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, we're around each other 24 seven, which is, yeah, you know, interesting. Um, but it, it's really hard. I have a hard time shutting it off. I have a hard time not, you know, I want to respond to a customer right away when they message me, I want to get back to them right away. And Nathan is definitely, you know, he's good at keeping me like, okay, Gia, it's okay. If, if it it takes you an hour to respond, they're not going to not buy from you anymore. You know what I mean? Um, but it's it's different when it's your blood, sweat and tears though. It's like, this is like, this isn't just like, you know, my job right now, if a customer sends me an email at seven o'clock, I'll probably be like, yeah, I'll email you back in the morning. But when it's potential money, like legitimate money in your pocket, you're like, no, I need to get, I need to get back with them right now. So I understand that. And, yeah. you know, and I've had yeah, to do that I, with, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say when I was a teacher and a parent would email me at seven, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you. Talk to you after break. Right. <laughs> and that's, and I remember having a conversation with my wife. Um, one time we were, it was like a Saturday or something. And, uh, she was like, well, Miles, you've been working on, you know, stuff for Rich Dad, you know, Friday and Thursday. Like, you've been working on it all week. And I and I remember saying it to her, and I, I didn't say it probably the best of ways, but I was like, yeah, yeah, well, this is, you know, this is this is this is my business so I'm, I'm always going to be working on it like I'm always going to feel right. like my mind's I can't turn my mind off because I always want to figure out like yeah how do I how do I get to the next level or how do I stay consistent enough to where people are a- acknowledging what we're doing and she was just she was like I'm not asking you to and I was like damn I didn't say that the right way but what I meant was right. my mind is just always focused on how to make oh, sure yeah. this is sustainable. So being in being in sales, totally. I, I totally I learned the aspect of setting the proper expectation. So setting the groundwork mm-hmm. with your customers, like even if someone emails you at eight o'clock, maybe have an automated email that goes out and says, Hey, you know, we really appreciate you reaching out. Our business hours are from XYZ to XYZ and we will get right back to you ASAP in the morning. And that's different from me being right. in sales in comparison because like, all right, I'm I'm sure this customer's still gonna need some product in the morning, but when it's your own business, right. you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a little bit different, but that might help out. Th- thanks yeah. for thanks and, for the and, advice, Tom. <laughs> And it is, I mean, like, yeah, because I, Nathan and I have had that conversation too, where he's like, okay, it's a Sunday, like, you know, get off your phone, let's, you know, do this. And, and it's so true, because you just you can't shut off your brain, you know, and some people are like, oh, well, that's so nice that you work from home, or you can go on vacation whenever you want. And get I'm like, hell out of here yeah, that. <laughs> even when I'm on vacation, I'm yeah, still, working. I'm still yeah. worried, totally, or I'm worried about, well, shoot, I can't sit Oh, looks 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 and like we're not there. Oh, you know, we we dropped you for a quick second. You must be using uh, T-Mobile. I don't know who your service provider <laughs> is. 
No, last thing we heard were you talking about being on vacation and and just the worry of you know yeah I'm on vacation but my mind is is focused on boutique right now like that's just yeah, what it is and yeah totally so what took you guys to Arizona since since Nathan works from home you run your business from home was it just something you guys wanted to do or and what boutique were you working at here in Lee Summit because I'm now I'm very curious yeah so um I was working at at Jolly's. I, I, that's is, exactly the one I thought it was. I really? Oh, that's exactly the one I figured. I don't know why. Yeah, my um, my friend is actually who she was a labor nurse and delivered Riley. Um, her sister in law is the owner. Oh, and tell tell her that we've been we, trying to get some product in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um. Okay, the other question. Now I already forgot. You said Jollies, and then uh, why did you guys uh, relocate to Arizona? Oh, yeah. So Nathan works um, in surety bonds, which people are like, "Oh, what does your husband do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I literally <laughs> Fair don't enough. know." Fair um, enough. Yeah, he. All I tell them is he works with construction companies, and so there is a ton of construction here in Arizona. Oh yeah. And he works, um, his dad actually owns the company and his dad has an office in downtown Lee summit. And so he was working there before we moved. Um, and they got a few clients in Arizona where it kind of, you know, made sense. And the opportunity arose where his dad was like, Hey, do you guys want to move to Arizona? Is that somewhere where you see yourself? And we love Arizona. Nathan used to come here all the time for spring training. My grandma and grandpa had a condo here. And I was like, absolutely. I love warm weather. I freaking hate the snow. Like oh what y'all God. are going through right now. You're having us overlook like, a couple things. We just you said your husband goes there for spring training. Well, for the Royals. That's for the Royals. Uh... Okay. That's what I, this was like, wait, is your husband yeah. an athlete? Is he? Are you, are you lying to us right I mean, now? he was an athlete. Is that what surety bonds is? Man. I'm like, geez, yeah, I wish the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is all. This is a completely uh, unrelated question, but have you guys been? To, is it? I think you say it as Havasu or Havasu Falls. Have you been there? Yeah, uh huh. We have. Well, we went to. Um, well, it's so we went to this place. What the heck is it called? Um, now I can't remember. We went to this place called Antelope Canyon. Um, which if you Google it, you'll probably recognize pictures, but the Havasu Falls, the, um, you have to get a permit to go there and, and like climb. And we are actually on the waiting list because you have to sign up and be on the waiting list for like a year and a half. I mean, it's something crazy and you have to get all these, you know, approvals first before you can even hike this thing. But it, it's like it's beautiful. We had friends that did it, and they were like, "You have to like sign up for it right now." Okay, because we want to, we want to, we, we like to travel. We're going to Fiji in June, but we also want to be able to travel to places where we can take Zoe, um, and still be somewhat enjoyable. But she's the same age as, uh, is it Riley? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So she's the same age as um as him. And wait, uh, is Riley a girl? It's a, it's a boy. Uh, what? Huh? What is Riley? Riley? Yeah, he's a boy. I thought I said that, and I thought you corrected me. I was like, oh, I could have sworn Riley was a boy. But okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, so now I don't feel bad. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so um, so what are your uh, – so what are your, your your future plans in order to, I guess, skill and grow your business? Like, do you anticipate, you know, if you do get other, you know, branded original product, do you try and, you know, try and get that somewhere else, or are you strictly going to try and stay within the online realm? 
Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I, I think that we will always stay online because there's just, you know, like I, you see all the time, like Payless shoe store is closing down yeah. and Charlotte Roos is closing down really? and okay. it's, yeah. And it, it's like things like that where I'm like, it kind of validates that because people are like, everything is going to online. People would rather go on Amazon and get the two day shipping than drive up to Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, now Walmart has two day shipping. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. Totally. Yeah. And it's just, it's the convenience factor. Um, and you know, it also, by having a space that really lowers your profit margins yeah. because now you're paying for rent and you know, it's just, yeah. So I think we'll always stay online. My, my goal is to continue to grow boutique rye in that sense of community. Like we just started a YouTube channel. Um, and I actually, it's just my first and last name, but you know, I put on there a video of like how to start a boutique and really shared a bunch of my like tips and tricks and advice that I have. Um, I'll do just random things on YouTube. We obviously have Instagram and I kind of just want to keep building this community up of women that one are confident in the clothes that we're providing them, but also just like, you know, meeting new people. Like we had, this was the craziest part. This is kind of a, a part in my life as a business owner where I was like, whoa, uh, we had a meetup in Lee summit. It was in downtown Lee summit. And um, this was like last August. And so we were already living in Arizona, but I told the girls that I was going to be back. We were going to go to Stewie McBrews and like 30 plus girls showed up. I had never met them before. And they came to just like, you know, hang out and see me. And I felt, we all felt like we already knew each other, yeah. but then other girls were talking to each other like, Oh, you're the one that just got married or you're the wow. one that, you know, just, and it was just like, I, Nathan said like the whole time he was like, I would just look over at you and you would just be like staring and like just smiling. Like he was like, I have not seen you that happy before. And it was so true. I was like, Oh my God, these are my girls, you know, <laughs> and they're here and they're talking to each other. And that's just, it was so crazy to me. It was so surreal. Yeah, there's nothing better than meeting someone for the first time, but it's already like you guys have known each other for the last five to ten years just with that connection. Oh, totally. Social media or wherever it may be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we we really, our next goal is to get into Facebook ads, which scare the shit out of me. Absolutely. Hey, this <laughs> be, is a profanity-free uh, no, podcast. No, I'm oh just joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out the we all, we all got kids. We know it slips. It slips. Oh, thank God. Okay. Whew, I was like, well, just edit that one out. Uh, we don't do any edits. We go we Face- go one take jakes around oh, here. Facebook ads yeah. and Facebook marketing is the most complex thing about it. And the oh, thing that pisses me yeah. off the most is that Facebook and Instagram are both, they obviously are owned by, each, or by one another. Yeah. And they have an algorithm for how to grow your business and how to grow your page. But instead, they'd rather just say, hey, here's pay me 50 bucks and we'll promote this for X amount of days or X amount of hours. Totally. And, and we fall we'll, for and it. We'll just, time. and we'll, we'll figure out a way to, we'll, we'll assume that if you pay $50, you'll reach 20,000 people, but it's like no rhyme or reason to actually how to do it without paying. Yeah. Money. So it can be frustrating. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's very frustrating. And, and we tried it. And I think that's when I like got butt hurt about it, but we tried it whenever oh, we first moved here and, 
I think we paid like $50 and like it's, we couldn't even read the analytics, you know, it was like so confusing. And so my goal is I have a few companies out here. I think I've talked to three that that's kind of what they specialize in. They're called social media marketers. Yeah. And so I think we are going to hire one of them to help because to me, I'm like, you know, let's work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. And if we have to pay someone a little bit more to just take that burden off or that, you know, like whatever. Well, if you see results from it, yeah. Because that's what, so we just, we just recently uh, got on with a social media marketing company as well. And the guy has like, one of my friends uses him and his business seems to have grown. I'm not sure if it's from him or from that. But his social media has grown, you know, five, six thousand followers. You know, he's made X amount of revenue from his business, you know, since doing so. Wow. So we figured yeah. we figured we'd give the guy a shot and just kind of see how it works. Totally. We'll do like a one month trial. It's not that expensive and see where it goes. I mean, at the bottom line, it's like you run a business and you want to grow it and to like for like as far as Instagram goes to really interact with people and like to like and follow and comment. Like yes. it's like next to impossible. Like I got. I have, oh my gosh, I have friends totally. who runs run businesses, and I'm like, how do you guys post so much? Like, I don't even, we can't even generate that much content, let alone right. be like, you know, interact yeah. with that many people. So. And I heard some, like, part of their analytics or, like, the algorithm that they use, they want you to, to post, you know, four or five times a day. And I'm like, yo, yeah. I've got a full-time job. I can't, I, right. first off, Ain't I can't get on the, time for that. none, none. So, you know, it's, it's, wow, it's interesting like what they have you do to try to to try to scale your business and then it's like uh yes is that yeah, and that like you said you get butt hurt because i've done like a hundred bucks and i was like um you know like usually i stem it around an event and i was like all right I pay a hundred bucks you know this is, this should give me x amount of views it should give me some revenue and then i'll look at it right. like you know a month and a half later i'm like yo I just wasted a hundred bucks. Like yeah. I don't understand yeah, totally. what I just did yeah. wrong there. So that's when that's why we decided to go with this this social media guy because essentially what he does is he tries to he tries to blow up your post and get them to a point to where they can reach like the quote unquote explore page. So then it just it adds yeah. more. The more expressions you get, the more likely someone is to come across it on the explore page, and more likely they are to click the link totally. in your bio and, and buy something. And this is all hypothetical, yeah, so we'll awesome. see. We'll see how it works. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it works out. So, yeah. So have you? And, yeah, and go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, and that's <laughs> like the the part that sucks with these social media marketers is it's like you have to pay them, and you have no idea what you're going to get in the end. You know, like it's you have to pay them, and you might not get anyone that clicks on it. And oh well, sorry. And they're like, know? oh, this is the this is just the we can't we can't. Uh, confirm this is going to work. So it's like, hey, just trust us. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, yeah. and that's why we went with this guy because we we've known someone who is currently using him. Yes, um, for and it sure. took us it tr- it took us a long time to get with this guy. Like he probably followed up with us. <laughs> I mean, he probably sent me at least six or seven messages a week after like a month of talking. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, literally, like, hey man, how's it going? Like you guys still thinking about it? Hey, how's this going? And I'm like, yeah man, just give me some time because I mean, I really it's we're it's investing. Not that I don't trust you. Money, I just don't you know? trust the process. And that too. Yep. Um, so it all, it, it, I can't say it all worked out cause we just started literally yesterday. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll but, keep you, we'll keep you posted on that. But so do you plan on, um, going to any like conventions? Do you do anything like that or like yeah, trade shows or, you know, kind of, or do you plan on collaborating with anyone or rich Jazz society or anything? <laughs> yeah. So we, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, 
Yeah, you know what? And that's kind of where I think is the bread and butter is like collaborating with other people because one, you're meeting someone and you're helping each other's businesses. Like I would rather collaborate with someone every single day than put out a Facebook ad. Like I just, I that's just me. And so we have sent, um, we collaborate with a lot of like different bloggers or influencers, um, just random girls that I come across you know, on Instagram, they have a lot of followers, but not too much where you feel like, like, I, I really take the time to kind of get to know them, obviously through Instagram, but watch their stories and see that they're genuine people and see that their followers really trust them. And we've had a lot of good luck with that, um, where what I'll do is I'll just send them like three or four pieces of clothing and they'll do like a try on haul or they'll post it on their Instagram and, you know, and that's, and I give them a discount code for their followers. Um, so I, I love doing stuff like that. Okay. Um, what um and you mentioned that and that's the word that people throw throw around a lot and I don't think people really understand the magnitude of it or how how they actually work but you said an yeah. influencer and like yeah how do you go about finding someone that's that's quote-unquote an influencer and you know how how do you scale that well, you know these freaking influencers whatever they are <laughs> have made me spend so 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 much money because like they really do influence you to buy something or to go and follow that person. And like, I follow this one girl who um, it's literally called things I bought and liked her Instagram. And she does, she does Insta stories. She never has sound on. So it's completely silent, but she posts about all of this random shit that she buys and she loves. And here's Gia over here buying every freaking thing. She, (laughs) you know, spending the profit money. Well, I I can yeah, I can I can attest that I can attest that I I believe the social influencing works because there's a local guy here. Um, his name is AJ Ellison. He's like a, a fitness influencer. <clears throat> and he's a professional uh-huh. uh, WBF WBFF bodybuilder. But like, I met the guy in the airport one time, and I you know I sent him a DM. I was like, "Hey man, great to meet you. You know, keep doing what you're doing." And he literally just posted that on his story and my 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 page because all my pages are business pages. Um, and my page yep. blew up to like 7,000, uh, 7,000 people had viewed my, my profile just based off of that. Wow. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. you know, I might have to pay this guy to <laughs> promote the podcast. Right. Yeah, totally. And, and that's what I think is they're just people who are, you know, willing to go out and like this girl, she is willing to go out and buy all these certain things and review them, which I think that's what a lot of them do because you know, then you're like, oh, hey, well, I wanted to try that, I don't know, coffee maker, but I didn't want to buy it. She's loving it. Oh, and now I saw another influencer who posted about it. She's loving it. Okay, I'm going to get it. It's a great you job. Know? Oh, for sure. Because you get yeah, a ton of stuff for free. It, you Cause, know? Because I'm into recently uh, videography, so I've been doing a lot of research on just like lenses and cameras and, you know, editing software and laptops and all these guys I watch on YouTube are like, Oh yeah, I'm testing this out. It was sent to me by X, Y, Z. And this is not a promotional video, but I'm just testing it out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like you just get all this free stuff. Like how, how valid does your word have to be to be like an influence? Like, yo, I love this. You should love it too. And then we get it like, you know what? I do love it. Do I love it because he said I should love it? Or does this actually work? Right. 
Totally. Oh, yeah. Know. And that's like, yeah. And, and, you know, in social media, it can be such a good thing, but it can also be such a bad thing too. And that's something that like these influencers, you'll see, I follow a ton of bloggers and within one week, you'll see they're all talking about this certain skincare line. And I'm like, mm, okay, that's mm. when I have to dial it back and say, well, they were probably all paid to talk yeah. about that one, you yeah. know? So that's why, like I said, when I'm finding someone to collaborate with, with a boutique, I want to make sure that there's someone that doesn't have a, a ton of followers. You know, I like to stick between like, which, let me tell you, 20,000 followers is a lot to me. I wish, you know, <laughs> but 20,000 and below, they're still humble enough. You know okay. what I mean? Where, yeah, where I feel like they're still genuine. They're not getting, um, they're not getting a ton of stuff for free. So I feel like their followers are following them because they're genuine. And so, you know, like this one girl, she had, well, she probably had like 30,000 followers. She's a makeup artist. And I sent her, she's from Kansas. We like randomly found each other on Instagram and I sent her stuff. And I mean, our Instagram grew by like 300 people just in one day wow. from just sending her stuff, which is huge. Cause like you said, Instagram is near impossible to freaking get past the algorithms and yeah. get people. Mm, okay. So you really do pay attention to, so like you really are using influencers to your benefit. You yeah. Think it, you yeah. think it's I easier think... being a, um, a, a women, I want to say women's, but maybe it's woman. Yeah. Women driven, uh, industry like what what you're providing um do you think it's easier utilizing influencers and also do you think influencers can help a a male um specific type of my brand specifically do you think a a woman um I think a woman influencer can can benefit a brand such as rich that's well, we talked about using the word female <laughs> the other day so i like yeah. tried to take it out of my lexicon <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I do obviously think it's easier for, you know, someone because these influencers, they're trying on clothes all the time. They're posting about clothes all the time. Um, that's a huge part of their business. So when they have someone that reaches out to them and says, hey, I want to send you some free clothes, would you be willing to post about it? They're like, yeah, duh, you know. Um, so I, I do, I think that that gives me a little bit more of an advantage because that's what they're posting anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, and maybe I don't follow enough people, but I haven't really seen a lot of like male influencers probably because I don't, I don't follow them or I haven't found them yet, you know? Well, I guess it depends like what it's hard to figure out, like what a a guy is going to try to sell you. We understand that the the market is 85% um driven by women as far as sales go when it comes to to purchases. So it's like mm-hmm. it's got to be like something super like um masculine quote unquote uh that, yeah. that they're trying to sell to you for for a guy to be able to pitch it and another guy be like, "Oh yeah, I do need that." For sure. And like, this is just our personal experience since Nathan has kind of gotten into the screen printing like hobby. Mm-hmm. He started following a lot of screen printers on Instagram. And I was joking with him because he was watching someone's story. And then all of a sudden, he, you know how they have the swipe ups to buy something. Yeah. And he swipes <laughs> up and he starts buying this thing. 
And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. See, you get influenced. <laughs> you got influence. Too, you know. See, we don't we yeah, don't have enough we so. don't have enough followers for the swipe up feature. Yeah, I've been trying oh, to figure that out. I think you have to have ten thousand followers to oh, do yikes. that. It does. It's oh. ten thousand, and okay. it's so. Fr- I mean, that would be amazing. Isn't for, it, you isn't know, it crazy how business. how Instagram and social media withhold certain things from you if you're not popular enough? You're not popping. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so speaking of, of clothing, we spent a lot of time on social media and influences, which is a, a great deal of information. But we haven't talked a lot about your, your clothing in itself. Um, we've talked a lot about your brand and a lot about your community, Talk about that you. the community that you've built. But what specifically sets, like, your clothing apart? Because you sell, <clears throat> and correct me if I'm wrong, excuse me, a pretty affordable clothing, right? Is, is that kind of the mission in, in itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, one of my friends who also owns a boutique in downtown Lee Summit, her name's Liz, and she just opened a, um, a storefront called Inspired Style Boutique. And she told me, she helped me a lot when I was first starting, and she said, you know, as you're picking out clothes, you want to still pick out things that you like, but you also want to think about other people's styles, too. Like, you never want to only pick out clothes for yourself. And that really stuck with me because I thought, oh, well, I'm always going to pick out what I want to wear, you know? Um, And that's kind of why I feel like I listen to my customers a lot too. And they have no problem coming to me and saying, hey, you know, I really like long sleeve things because I don't love my arms or I don't love showing off my arms. Mm. You know, can you get more styles like this or whatever? So I try to think of everyone's body shapes too. And um, you know, colors that might flatter someone who's really fair skin or someone who's more olive skin like me or whatever it may be. I really try to get a good variety of clothes. And I think that's kind of what sets us apart because, you know, some boutiques I've seen where they all have white, black, or gray stuff. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, where's your colors? Or, you know, what if someone doesn't like wearing that? And so I try to do that and, you know, stick with just a lot of different styles. Um, and then also I, I do, I try to make, you know, provide affordable clothes. And I always tell my girls, I'm like, look, I shopped in boutiques, you know, in high school and college. And I, I want to make things where if I walked into a boutique and this tank top was $36, would I pay $36 for that tank top? And the answer is, you know, yes. Or, you know, and there's some things that are really cute on the vendor websites that I don't buy because there was a jean jacket that I loved. Well, I I would have had to charge 70, I would have had to charge $75 for it. And I'm like, I wouldn't pay $75 for a jean jacket from a boutique, you know? And so but the I crazy really thing is, keep... is that somebody people would. will pay $120 for a Levi. Yeah. Jean, oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And yeah. And that's kind of, you know, and that's also something that I think I'm like, Hey, if they want something that's a lot more higher price, they can go to Nordstrom or, you know, whatever. But I do. And, and our clothes, you know, are still good quality clothes They're, You know, I'm very particular with the vendors we buy from if there's a new vendor that their clothes come and their shit i send it back and i'm not buying from them anymore you know see yeah. ton of for those listening at home ton of free free business tips free here. game i mean if you're, if you're listening <laughs> you're trying I guess to... you're not listening now but you'll be listening later but yeah it's like free game <laughs> just so good like you literally should be with a notepad just taking down some notes because it's oh. 
it's really, really good information. And that's like one of the biggest things with uh with even our podcast <clears throat> is like Miles and I will have conversations and he'll either say or I'll either say, you know, I think this sounds great or I think that's that. But I'm all, I'm always like you have to look at it from the outside looking in because not everything totally. that or every idea or concept that we have people will gravitate towards so we can't only think about okay this sounds good to me but i'm also trying to cater to a certain audience and so yeah it it for sure works i guess around all spectrums of business or entrepreneurship hey do you know gina from casey swagger i don't know how like involved Um, you are into lee summit or how how embedded you are oh okay i don't really have anything for it if you knew her then that would have had a follow-up question but (laughs) you know so (laughs) Now I'm done. Not gonna waste that precious air time. Um, I I I don't have a whole lot left, and that I have, I do have one more question, and I think you you talked about it earlier, but can you maybe break down the live sale a little bit more in detail? Because I think you talked about where the idea stemmed from and why you thought it was cool, but maybe for those who want to hop on Facebook, which is Boutique Ride, yeah. Um, yeah. Make sure you give out the social medias for sure. Um, but what what exactly is your live sale? Yeah, so um, we have a live sale every Thursday night at 7.30 Central. We are not having one this week because, like I said, it's important to take time off (laughs) and realize when you need a break. Yeah, and it's just been, we've been potty training Riley lately, which is like a sick joke. Yeah, I want to give up. Our daughter is potty trained, and geez louise, we're expecting our second, and I'm not looking forward to that aspect of it, but man. So we, we, we... before you, we've we've been doing it for a while, and for the first like month, it was I got a potty, I got a potty, but sitting on the potty and not doing anything, and so now we're sure. working towards like she's actually using it and wearing pull up, so it's it's definitely an uphill battle for sure. Yeah, and and you guys so are we um <laughs> yeah, so we you know always have one every Thursday unless it falls on a holiday. Or like this random week where we're like, you know what? We need to take a break before we lose our, you know what? Um, so is that the word you're going to say? Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so basically we get new inventory every single week. So we pick out about six to eight items and that's in our live sale. So whoever watches the live sale, they get first dibs. So that's kind of the incentive to be on their oh, live. Okay. Um, yeah, is because they get first dibs. So like if there's a really, you know, cute shirt and it sells out, that's it, you know. So um, so you said you get new yeah. inventory every week. So does that mean that things don't restock? Um, so we will restock some items. Like there's we had these leather leggings that are bomb.com and they were only $38 and girls went crazy. I'm not kidding you. I think we ended up reordering 60 of them. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So what we do is after the live sale. Um, so basically on the live sale, I will show each item. I really describe in detail, like the fabric, how it fits. Um, does it fit true to size? You know, does it have a lot of, um, the space in the armhole, you know, things that girls think about when they're trying on clothes. Yeah. Um, and so I really try to explain everything because that's also a downfall of only having an online is that people can't try it on. Um, so they claim right on the live sale and after the live sale, I stay up pretty late on Thursdays. We send out invoices, we package everything. Um, and we try to ship stuff out. If people pay right away, we're going to the post office Friday and Saturday. So that's another thing is not only do we have free shipping, but it's fast too. I get it out of here fast. 
Um, and then we will, you know, post a Facebook album on Friday of all the things that are left. But we also, we post every item that we had in the live sale and we say, hey, this sold out. But if you want to reorder it, if it's available for reorder, comment below. And usually if we get like three or four girls that want it, we'll end up reordering it because that's worth it to us. If we only get one girl, we won't reorder it because then that we're just wasting money, you know? And that's a a good point that you mentioned. Um, How like part one of the things that you said earlier was if someone was like, oh, you should have this in, you know, this style. Have you thought about doing this? How many people um, does it take for you to take take um, a suggestion? Excuse me, take a um, take a suggestion. So, Not serious, but you know, like be yeah, be yeah. valid and to the point of where we'll, let's put some dollars behind it. Yeah, honestly, like it. I I trust all of you know my girls that shop with me. So like one time, one girl was looking for I think it was her bridal shower. She really wanted um, a white dress, like something to wear for all of her bridal stuff. So I found a white dress, you know, and got it for the boutique. Now that was only one person that asked for it, but obviously I know that you know someone else is going to have a vacation or they're going to be getting married or whatever. True. So really, if someone asked me for something like someone wanted a red leather jacket we found a red leather jacket and we got it and i think that's also another thing that you know one makes people feel safe or comfortable giving us suggestions and then seeing that we get that you know is huge customer service true yeah absolutely agree okay well do you do you do swimwear we're going to fiji so i'm trying to find like we get it man you're going to fiji great uh, great miles is a little jealous a little bit uh, a little bit you know a a lot of it want want to get the lady something you know that that might be beachy or swimwear-y. Is that a word? Nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, the, not the hugest on vocab, but I, that that's one that I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. Beachy, yeah. We um, we have this one of our customers, I swear, I love them. They were like, okay, I'm going on a vacation and I need you to pick out all five days of my outfit. Oh, wow. She was like, I told my husband. Yeah, she was like, I told my husband. I'm buying five outfits from Gia and she's picking them out. And he said, okay. And so like that, that's really fun too. Like I always tell my girls, I'm like, Hey, if you have an event or you have something where you want me to style something for you, or even if you get, you know, something from somewhere else, I don't care. I love that. You know, show me what you got from target or whatever. And I can tell you what to put with it or what shoes to wear with it. And that's just because, you know, I like that kind of stuff. So could you, could you see yourself being a stylist as well in the future? I mean, but you kind of. I mean, essentially, are. you yeah. are, but you know, maybe for some. Yeah, clients. yeah, and yeah, I think that that's something. Like a couple of girls have asked me that. Like, um, have you ever thought about you know taking some of the inventory that you already have and styling it with other pieces that you have? And I do. I I need to do that because one, that's just also you know having good marketing too. Like, hey, we've had this shirt. Now I'm going to pair it with this bottom and people might not have thought to do that. And now they're going to buy that shirt that we've had sitting here, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like a stylist sometimes. <laughs> have you thought about stepping into the, uh, the maternity realm? I don't know, like how, I don't know how different that is when it comes to buying wholesale, uh, you know, as opposed to, you know, your smalls through three X's, but maternity obviously has a different, different feel to it. And I would think with yep. your group being as big as it is, there's times where it, you know, when the women get pregnant, it's like, yo, I still want to shop with you. How do I, how, yes. how do I do it? 
Yeah. And, you know, we actually have a few loyal customers that are pregnant right now and haven't shopped with us for months because they're like, I just, I can't fit in anything, you know? That's the thing that um, I deal with and- with my wife. Like, I, she loves, uh, um, Gina does something similar. So she was like, oh, I just love purchasing from her, yada, yada, yada. I'll, I'll switch her over to you. Don't worry about that. Um, but we haven't found anyone that does that with maternity. And I don't know yeah. if it's because it's harder to shop for maternity it wholesale. Is. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's super hard. It's it's really hard to find a vendor that does it. You know, like I have I have searched um on just the vendor websites that I have and it's almost near impossible to find them. So like I will I will try to get certain things that, um, you know, especially summer is really easy with dresses. Mm-hmm. I'll try to get dresses like maxi dresses or things like that, where then I can reach out and say, hey, you know, this is something that would work for pregnant women. Actually, the girl who helps me on Thursday nights, it's one of my good friends here. Um, she's pregnant. She's seven months pregnant. And sometimes she'll try on stuff for them to show them, hey, oh. this will still fit with a belly, you know, so like. That, that's something I always tell girls. I'm like, hey, if you're pregnant and you need help finding something, at least reach out to me and let me see if we have anything to offer you because it is. It's so hard to find things like that. You're preaching to the choir. Well, not me, but I do I do my wife <laughs> I do my wife shopping, so I'm always looking to oh, find you know, find awesome. things to, to work and I'll tell you, the they say like the, the size is still the same, like what you wear, whatever you would wear when you're pregnant, but yeah. I don't I don't buy that shit. I don't buy that. Yeah, no, it's not. I was no fucking liars. Sorry. When I was pregnant with Riley, I think I wore leggings and Nathan's t shirts every day towards the end. <laughs> I'm right, like, yeah, I am right. so attractive right now. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be comfortable. Yeah. That's when, yeah. that's when LuLaRoe really started popping for my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Jeez oh, Louise. Okay, well, um, I, I'm I'm fresh out of out of questions. Do you have anything for us, or anything you want to leave us with? Is there any? Um, you have any any, any advice? Questions? Or... I, she can ask oh us questions gosh. too. It's not a, it's not against I said the rules. A, I said questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Calm down. Calm down. I don't I don't really have any questions. I appreciate you guys so much. This is so fun for me to be able to just share and hopefully help someone that's you know I have a lot of girls like I said who will reach out and they're just scared they're scared to take that risk and something that Nathan and I always say is like you know you never want to look back and think well what would have happened like I would rather fail at something than never try it at all Absolutely. and so yeah and so <laughs> that's just I I always tell girls that I'm like, look, yeah, it's a risk. And if you fail, that's okay. At least you tried. And that's more than, you know, 80% of people can say that are still going to their nine to five jobs that hate it and don't like it. At least you're trying something. I always tell people to start now and not tomorrow because I I feel as if in business and I'm into fitness a lot as well and fitness and a lot of related things. People always feel as if in life you have all this time. And I'm always just afraid that I'm going to wake up and I'll be 40. I'm going to be 50. I'm going to be 60. And I'm totally. like, I never actually set out or I never accomplished or even uh, attempted to do the things that I, I wanted to do. Um, so life's yeah. all about risks. And I think you got to take them. Yeah. And, and it happens. You know, you wake up and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm almost 30. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, you com- know? Calm like- down. Are, are you not 30 yet? Let's let's use some realistic. You numbers. never no. you never ask a lady her age. Yeah, but we're podcasts. <laughs> we're we're hosts now. We can ask whatever questions we want. 
Yeah, no, I'm 28. I'll be 29 in July. Oh, see, I figured 30, using 30 was a number for a reason. Uh-huh, I get it. I'm, I'm 33, ma'am. All right. Well, um, well, Gia, we, Still we, young. we definitely appreciate your time. Um, and we learned so much about you, and we know our listeners will also learn about you as well. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing your social media and your website as well for those out there listening so they can find you and they can shop with you and hopefully do a live sale with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So our, our Facebook is just Boutique Rye, and it's the group. We have a business page, but don't even look at that because I haven't done anything <laughs> got, with it. Got those, got those five um, likes popping. <laughs> yeah, just ignore that. Um, and then our website is BoutiqueRye.com. And then, like I said, it's updated every single week with our new inventory. We try to put new pictures up every week, too, to just keep it fresh. And then our Instagram is Boutique Rye. And then our YouTube that we just started is just Gia Paddock, my first and last name. And then Rye is R-Y-E, correct? Yep, R-Y-E. Yep. Well, great. I'm going to give you the applause button. Hold on a second. You won't hear it, but our listeners will. <laughs> it's a great applause. Every, everyone's cheering for you, Gia. Everyone loves it. Oh, yes. The crowd Thank loves you. it. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Well, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing all your information with us. Uh, Dom, do you have anything to say with your parting to your friend? I guess tell Nathan hello as well because he seems like he does a ton of things. I will. Tell him, tell him we, he's, tell him he's got a t shirt. He's greatly, he's greatly appreciated. He's the man behind the scenes that, you know, he doesn't get a whole lot of, whole lot of shine, but he he, gets no shine. He gets no shine. He gets no paycheck. It's all for the love. It's all for the love. That's all that matters. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks again for your time. Um, and Thank you, guys. This was great. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe in the future, once you blow up even more, you know, we'll have you on again. And once we blow up even more, oh, you know, we'll, do, we'll do a part two, you know, see where, yeah, the, see where the business is you. at. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, whenever you come in at least something, we got to, we'll meet up at Stewie McBrews and all our, all of oh, our, totally. our, our spouses will get together and, and have a grand old time. I would love that. That'd be awesome. All right, folks. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to Rich Dad Roundtable. Um, as always, you can find us on social media at Rich Dad underscore Roundtable on Instagram, Rich Dad Roundtable at gmo.com if you want to be featured like Gia. And that's all, folks. Bye.